0: No, we're going to do this right now. We're starting We're starting the episode right now. Okay. Everybody, pull out your phone. Yes. Listeners, you can do this too if you want to join.
1: Well, I guess this is for my computer. I pulled up the screen time app. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. Perfect. That's exciting.
0: Okay, so I've got yeah. mine up. Nick, are you ready? I'm, Who do we think is going to have I'm the I think it is Nick. Nick is definitely going to have the it I'm definitely,
1: definitely going to have you all beat.
0: You do? You think so?
1: Well, I have, I use some apps where I leave my phone, yes. my phone doesn't have auto lock and I use some apps that are like timer apps or other things, or no. like there's this okay. really highly well, productive, there's first. a super, high, there's a new productivity app I use where my, the, the screen has to stay on. It's called TikTok and you can't close
2: <laughs> the screen. <laughs> right. Otherwise, otherwise you brain... don't get the stuff. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, right. so
1: I have a, a direct IV of dopamine into my
0: mm-hmm. brain and
1: that's how I get that.
0: So Okay. Yeah, that's the exception. Right. Okay, so you're going to win. I'll, I'll go ahead and go because I bet mine is probably lower. I have minus three hours and 17-minute daily average. Oh.
2: Okay, great. I feel much That's better. Nothing. Uh, That's so nothing. That's nothing. So usually, Blake, I would have a higher amount than this. But currently, my daily average is three. It just went up. It was 318. Now it's 319. But that, No, but it's usually higher than that. So it's I don't know what happened there. But I do use apps that like run if I, you know, sometimes I'll watch, I'll listen to YouTube videos while I run actually. So that'll give you like an hour, not to brag, I'm out there for an hour, but uh, (laughs) uh, so that can impact it. Blake, what do you have?
1: I have, well, I'm, I think it's four hours and 14 minutes.
2: Okay. These are not as bad as they could be. Yeah. Let's not underestimate how long. Even we're like, oh, it's only three hours a day. And just think <laughs> yeah. about – and just well, like think but- about if you're awake for 16 hours <laughs> and three of those hours or four of those hours is on – your screen is on.
0: Listen, we need to have some more screen, screen time because they need to be listening to our podcast. Who listens to a podcast
1: with but- the screen yeah. on? I do. What? You just watch the progress bar, <laughs> just like, just stare at the static buttons of fast forward fifteen seconds. Okay, everyone's
2: allowed like twenty to thirty minutes to watch. Focus on this on YouTube, a week. So I give you that. Okay. Um, Perfect. But it's still so much time, and I know that it for a lot, a lot of people, the number is the number is higher. There have been weeks where it has been much higher for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, it's no shame out there in the world, but I think that most people don't know their time or actively avoid knowing the time because it's a little horrifying. I mean, you think about it three hours a day is how many hours a week? What? 21. It's almost a day of your week is spent with your screen on.
0: Well, and I think it's really interesting when you look into like your most used, like two hours of mine is on messages. I have a really popular and, and it's nice not to from friends. YouTube texting nice me. Brag. That's for sure.
2: Nice brag. <laughs> no. Hey, I texted you several times yesterday. <laughs>
0: yes. Nick, Nick and I, we do text. So...
2: See? I do, I'm do. i doing it.
0: Um, that's true. Cool. We're friends. Sounds
1: We're great, friends. guys. <laughs> I'll let you guys just finish the podcast here. I'll uh, go back to my productivity apps. I'll go watch some podcasts on my <laughs> podcast app. Just stare at some album art.
0: <laughs> I am curious... You know, we're talking about our phones today and technology and how it works with our productivity, either for the good or for the bad. So, I I'm curious, y'all, are you? Because neither of yours are like astronomically high. high, I've always I've heard much higher, but do you feel like your phone is just like another appendage?
1: Yes, absolutely, and. You know, depending on the appendage, maybe more valuable than some of the normal ones. You know, I mean, <laughs> could I could I live without my pinky on my left hand mm-hmm. for a few days? Probably. But could I live without my phone for a few days?
0: Mm, it's debatable.
1: Yeah.
0: It's at the point now that I basically own an Apple Watch just to find my phone. I'm like, when people ask about my Apple Watch, I'm like, I love it. I can find my phone so easy. Um, I feel like that's kind of the sign that maybe, you know, this thing has become an appendage. And it's, it is an interesting thing Isn't to talk is that what an about. Apple
1: Watch is? It is just, it's just, it, it's called a, you're literally just wearing a phone on your hand.
0: Yeah, you are, but you don't use it as a phone very often because it's not great mm. as a phone or at text messaging or like a lot of other things. But you know that it's fantastic at Pinging your phone. Helping you find your other screens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting to talk about how do we, you know, we're talking about productivity, how we get the most out of our time. And I think this is a really important thing to talk about because it is an appendage. You know, we are highly connected. And so how do we set boundaries well to help us get the most out of our phones
1: that's right. So today we'll talk through three boundaries you can set to foster greater productivity.
3: This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co/lifefocus.
0: Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Courtney Baker here with the dancing Blake Stratton. How are you? I'm I mean, great. happy Monday. I'm so sorry. Sp- ha- happy, happy Monday. Thank you. Happy Monday.
1: <laughs> happy Monday unto you. That makes us, our podcast sound a little cultish. It's like, oh, we have to, here's our great happy Monday. Right. And then I say, and a happy Monday unto you. Right. And we yes. bow. We have the ceremonial bow. Yep.
0: Yes. That's how it works that's, here. That's what we're going for.
1: So we're talking about technology and boundaries around technology. So you thought, hey, let's have Blake back on the podcast so he can tell us how much time he wastes on his phone. And we can help him out. So this is very much the finger pointed at myself because I know I could use some help with this. Courtney, the first boundary. Of three that we'll talk about is time time so we just talked about finding out first and foremost how much time you actually spend on your phone if you're wondering if you should set a time boundary around your screen time look at how much time you actually spend not how much time it feels like you spend but how much time you actually spend it's amazing what real data (laughs) how that will make you feel versus just your general feeling, at least when I looked at mine, I was like, whoa, hey, that's a lot of time. So how do we set a boundary around the time?
0: Well, you know, one thing I've actually, I think I learned this from one of you, I can't remember, but you can set time limits around individual apps. I had no idea that this was a thing. And I had found, you know, there are some tools that, like I mentioned earlier, I spend a lot of time on messaging. And, you know, certainly there could be some boundaries that I want to set on that. But usually it's the apps for me, like Instagram, where it's like, I don't actually, I'm not connecting with usually people here. You know, I'm really just kind of feeling time or, you know, just zoning out for a while. And certainly there are moments where we, we all need that. It's not like that's a terrible thing, but it's just, I don't want that to get out of control. And so I think I don't know who to give credit to. Somebody taught me this recently and I set my Instagram time. It was Nick um, to 15 minutes and it's actually a really helpful tool because it comes up once you've hit 15 minutes and I nine out of 10 times, I am like, how have I spent 15 minutes on Instagram? And there are certainly times where, you can actually say, hey, give me 15 more minutes or, you know, today I'm going to be sitting at a doctor's office all day. And so, you know, like, just don't worry about telling me the limit today. So there's certainly ways to make this boundary work for you. But it's been incredibly helpful and really a lot easier than I thought. It was just like having the awareness was like, oh yeah, like why don't I open my Kindle app and read a book instead? You know, that's still screen time, but it's screen time that is more intentional. It's something that I want results from. And um, so that's one way, one way you can set a boundary is with these individual apps.
2: So I'll say that I first heard about someone doing this from of course none other than Mr. Productivity himself, Michael Hyatt. And he back then, I don't remember what apps he was using it for, but he actually had set up a password around the additional time element, right? So you can add time or not. And then I think he may have told his wife Gail or somebody else and not, he didn't know the password. And yeah. so, you know, if you're really trying to break the habit of how much time you're spending, there are ways to really force yourself. And Courtney, 15 minutes on Instagram, now that you know there's 15 minutes, don't you find that you're more, like, focused on Instagram? That's how I feel about Twitter. I have 10 minutes on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm, like, in, out. I do the same thing with our 13-year-old. He has, like, an old iPhone of mine that he uses to message his friends and listen to Spotify. And I'm, like, you're getting 10, 15 minutes a day of messaging, period. And so at first he mm-hmm. was, like, this is not enough time. And I go, you got to be more efficient (laughs) with your time.
0: (laughs) Were you like, I have a podcast for you to listen to. (laughs)
2: Well, yes. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, what's a podcast? And um, so it's really interesting how once you know that's there and it's really, I've fallen into it where you get really used to sometimes clicking the 15 more minutes thing. So once that happens, you really need to start (laughs) checking yourself and going, okay, is there really a problem here? Nothing wrong with these social media platforms, although I do think there's lots of problems with them. But a controlled space and a controlled amount of time is definitely the way to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I want people to hear this is not like what you should do. I'm not saying you should you should only have 15 minutes on Instagram. It's what, you know, thinking intentionally about, you know, what the boundary you want to have, like what your personal goals are, vision for yourself, and trying to set these boundaries to help you realize that. Um, And so- that for me has been a really helpful tool
1: something else you could try is just setting a boundary around the time of day that you use your phone so a simple one is i don't want to use my phone at the dinner table so i'll leave it in the other room or i'm not going to use my phone uh, before 8 a.m or after 7 p.m or something like that that's been helpful for me in terms of getting my mornings off to a good start or getting the evenings or just having better conversation at yeah. the dinner table. Uh, so that's a simple one. You can start as
2: well.
0: I have a hack for this, but is there actually a tool that does this on the phone? Yes. Really?
2: The same screen time can also do this for you.
0: What I do is actually have sleep mode start much earlier than I'm actually going to sleep. And mm-hmm. um, because sometimes it's just like the pinging or the te- you know, obviously I spent a few minutes on texting. Um, <laughs> You know, so that's not going off (laughs) at a certain time. And it's earlier than, you know, kind of like when I would start my evening ritual so that I've got some time where I'm just not as distracted as I normally would be.
1: So building off of that time boundary, the second boundary you can set around your screen time, your technology is space. Are there spaces where you want to be unplugged, where you want to intentionally set a device aside or not have screen time? So think about maybe it's at the dinner table. You want to engage with your family. Let's just have no phones at the dinner table or when you're in the bedroom or in your car or at work. There could be different contexts, in other words, that are the boundary around your technology.
0: I think this is really helpful. I would also just add to those examples because I find myself like even on a walk, like I would bring my phone and like check my phone. Um, I know I just, this isn't not a technology tool that I'm about to reference and I've already given it a hard time on this podcast. But if you have an Apple Watch that has cellular, you're so, – why does that sound so weird? Did that sound weird to y'all?
2: Cellular. Is that right? Cell Cel- <laughs> cell Cellular.
0: It's pronounced if cellular. You, yeah. If you have a watch that has cellular, you can leave your phone at home. Again, this watch is not very good at doing many things. And so it's just like, can't somebody contact you in an emergency? But it's like even those things like a walk, you know, that I tend to like still bring my phone, still checking things. And so it's like that intention of like having a moment for myself kind of gets that boundary gets blurred.
1: And let me just interject here. We spent a lot of time on our screens. We didn't really touch on, well, why does it matter? Why does mm-hmm. it matter? Hey, you're going on a walk anyway. You're, it's not like you're getting work done. Why not bring your phone with? And to me, I, I would just say there is so much value in boredom or in mm-hmm. blankness of your your mental headspace. So one of the spaces that probably most of us, unless I guess you have an Apple Watch, then maybe you could still do this. <laughs> but I don't have any screens when I am taking a shower and it's no coincidence it even happened yesterday. I had like the mm-hmm. best idea I've had in, you know, a couple of weeks, just when I was taking a shower. And it's it's no coincidence. And my mind is being occupied with the mundaneness of I'm not really thinking about anything. And there's no messages to check or notifications coming through. And that's why I take about 90-minute showers every day, uh, so I can have plenty <laughs> of
2: non-screen time productivity. But isn't it crazy that that's even... Like a like a space that we've introduced screens to, like it really is like an insane concept that we take for granted. That yeah, I can just have my phone in the shower if I want. Not a big deal. That's like insane (laughs) to to just accept as our reality. So I've done it. I'm not. I'm not casting. I've never put it to the test. Oh, I've done it for sure.
1: I've I've never put it to the test. I don't trust the splash proof. I've. I've ruined too many devices. I've, I've had too many phones in Rice in my in <laughs> yesteryear.
0: I will admit that I have 100% taken my phone into the shower. What? To listen, <laughs> to, listen to podcasts. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. want to keep the And to watch the device. podcast
2: app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she just stands in the shower, looks at the time. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. If it's a really good podcast. Um,
1: You're scrubbing
0: yeah plus your phone can (laughs) double
1: as like a little sponge if you can't you know you can just
0: (laughs) yeah exactly wow
1: okay well i guess i i took that for granted that we didn't bring our phones in the shower with that example but my point is space nick you get this as a musician and as a teacher music is not notes music is notes and space Mm -hmm. and productivity works that same way, where it's not just what you're doing, it's also the space that you leave for yourself. And so if all your day is filled with things, doing things or consuming things, and there's no empty space, you are really doing yourself a disservice because that's the spaces where your brain can do all this background work and put together ideas. And you're probably more brilliant than you realize Simply because you've crowded out the space with screens.
2: There's a a book I referenced on this show. I think a few months ago that are I was reading with my son uh, called Learning How to Learn, and they talk specifically about the importance of what she calls diffuse mode and being able to take all these ideas we have. It's a passive thing you have to do, is to like have you have these ideas in the shower while you're walking, while you're running, just that they sit in the background. If you don't give your brain any time to do that, you just won't have those thoughts. That's like straight up science, everybody. (laughs) It's science.
0: (laughs) Our third boundary is activity. So we've kind of referenced some of these, but maybe you want or need to have your phone on hand, but you want to limit particular activities so you can try focus mode on the iphone i am gonna guess that android has that option and i'm not sure anyone on this podcast is. we're not be able willing to, to do that. a google
1: search before we record this podcast <laughs> that's how that's how disinterested we are in the android platform sorry i that's... know i have some i have some hardcore android users in my coaching group and they if they're listening to this they're shaking their head at me
0: i know john I know. and sarah
1: Oops. you know who you are were,
2: uh, no, no sympathy. Apparently, there is something on Android. It is called Focus Mode. So there you go. Uh,
0: wow, crazy. Okay, <laughs> ten bucks. So you, ten
2: bucks says I, Apple stole it from Android,
1: but yes. claims that it was the first yes, sure. and It probably yep, was for sure, one
0: hundred percent. So the idea here is to write out your commitment and um, things like I will not text or check email during meetings or you know going back to our last boundary it might be something like i will not listen to a podcast on my way to work just to have that space where you're not having any input your brain is just able to wander i will not check my work email outside of the work day i talked about this recently on the podcast and then had several people in the full focus planner community Message me about this, but I do not have an email app on my phone. Um, I've deleted that. And so the only way for me to check my email on my phone is to go into Safari, log into my email. I've made it very difficult. So, but commitments like this are really helpful um, to kind of put a boundary around the activity.
1: Yeah. This one last tip here. If you're struggling with using your phone, A lot of times you don't want to be using it. This is where rituals can be helpful. I recently revamped my morning and my workday startup ritual. You know, new quarter, let's take a look at these things. And whenever I do that, I input them into an app on my phone. Uh, Now I know this is still technically I'm using my phone, but hear me out. Because I'm using that and I have these do activities, I recognize that, oh, I... (laughs) I, I looked up and it was like, oh, it's I've been awake for three and a half hours and I haven't gone on social media or checked my email or done anything. But I haven't had to resist that either. It's taken no willpower because I've filled that space with intentional activities that lend themselves to not using my phone. And so that's a way to use activity as well as a boundary is to, to say, okay, great. I have a ritual. It's an evening ritual. It's a workday startup ritual. It's a time where I can do focused work And that will uh, require less willpower from you to just say, no, Instagram, don't come at me. You don't have to exercise that muscle and it'll be easier for you.
0: So today's tip to level up your focus is to just look at how much time you're using your phone and experiment with it. Take one of these boundaries around technology and try it out. It's an experiment and see what it does to your focus and productivity.
1: Thanks for joining us on Focus on This.
0: This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join our Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. Until then... Stay focused. Stay
2: focused. The snaps are back, um, everybody. Snaps.
3: This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next ten years. You can start today at fullfocus.co/lifefocus.